If you're serious about supercharging your business and streamlining operations, you need one of the best channel managers out there. In my opinion, it's HostAway. That's why we have Marcus Rader from HostAway here on the Fearless Investor Podcast today. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Hey, I need to take a really quick break from this podcast. And if you are a loyal listener of the Fearless Investor Podcast, you're probably either a business owner or looking to start a business. And for that reason, you need to make sure you're doing things correctly down to the T. From forming the correct LLC to bookkeeping to understanding the tax code and more, it's all really the boring stuff, but it can make or break your business. In fact, if you aren't doing it correctly, you could be like 98% of other business professionals in the U.S. and overpay on taxes. Don't do that, guys. Be the 2%, and that's why I rely on Easier Accounting, and so should you. Easier Accounting is a team of tax professionals that will set up your LLC, keep your books, file your taxes, and they can even repair your credit. And just so you know, I myself use Easier Accounting, and this came after using a similar company that, really being blunt here, completely ripped me off. So when I started using Easier Accounting, I came in a little bit skeptical, but as I started talking to them, I could really tell they had my best interests at heart. And you know me, if I'm not a professional, I'm not going to do it myself. I'm going to outsource that stuff. And I hope you will do the same and use that same mindset to hire professionals to help you form and manage your business. Easier Accounting is absolutely the way to go. Go check them out at fearlesskyle.com forward slash easier accounting. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community. You get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course. And maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey, welcome in everyone. We have Marcus Rader here today on the Fearless Investor Podcast and Team Fearless. I just want to speak to you for one second here. Make sure if you're going to get started and you're going to get to 5, 10, 15, 20 properties, a, you don't just do it all on Airbnb. You try out using VRBO and a few others like a direct booking website. And B, you don't do all of that on all the different things. You don't log in Airbnb and log in VRBO and log into your direct booking website. You integrate it all into one. That's exactly why you use a channel manager, which is also known as a property management system. And that's why I recommend HostAway. Now, HostAway, I'm just going to be completely honest, is not the cheapest out there. Marcus is going to talk about it. It's not the most inexpensive, but it is one of the most effective, especially if you want to have everything customizable. And especially if you have a management side of your business where you're going to be 
getting owner reports and profit and loss statements and things of that nature. One of the best out there and one of the things that we offer if you're part of the Six Figure Formula community is a $30 per month discount no matter how many listings you have. The only way that you can get that is by being a part of the Six Figure Formula. You can go to six, sorry, uh, fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF and that's where you're going to be able to find out more about not just Hostaway, but how to build an Airbnb business, a six-figure Airbnb business. And that's one of the wonderful things that we have to provide to you is all that education and all those discounts. Now, one of the really cool things about this story today with Marcus Rader is that they are elite when it comes to the other property management systems out there because they have gone out and raised just a crazy number of money. If if you are thinking oh, over a million or two million, you're way short. It's gonna, you're going to hear the number while you're listening to this podcast. And he's going to talk to you exactly why he did that and why it makes your decision to go with Hostaway that much stronger. So without further ado, let's get to it right now with Marcus Rader here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Okay, guys, welcome into the Six Figure Formula Live group. But for those of you that are listening on replay with the Fearless Investor, hello, Team Fearless. We've got Marcus Rader from Hostaway here with us. And uh, he, I don't know if he's doing his best impression of Will Farrell from Eurovision or if Will Farrell is doing the best Marcus Rader impression from Eurovision. But I told you before we went live, man, I watched that movie recently and I'm just like, that is Marcus. So you, you need to, you need to watch that movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're a fan of Better Call Saul, uh, go in on YouTube and, and search for Better Call Hostaway. I made a special one for all of you. I oh replicated gosh. the scene where he has to walk through the desert with nothing to drink, with two bags filled with money. <laughs> and uh, that's, I, I, that's a really cool one. Have a have a look at it. Better call host away. I, I hope you didn't go as far as to uh, have the leader of, of urine <laughs> in that as well. <laughs> I guess YouTube has the answer. Uh, we're going to go take a look. Now you've got me excited. I want to pause this and like go watch myself, but I'll watch after. Marcus, it, really excited to have you on, man. Um, You've been a software partner with us for a while now. Um, and, and I'm just going to be fully transparent and I'm always transparent with my six figure formula group, but I want people who are listening on replay just to know how important a property management system is to get right from the get go. Hostaway is one that I recommend all the time. And I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish it was as simple as us switching over. But once you're at like over 20 properties, switching property management systems is a pain in the butt and a half. And for that reason, I'm kind of stuck with the one I've got now. But if I could go back and turn back the clock, I would use Hostaway and I recommend it to everyone. And for that reason, that's why I'm excited to have Marcus on here today. But let's let's rewind the clock for you, Marcus. What was going on in your life before Hostaway and, and what kind of led to you thinking, hey, this this feels like the the next path for me is starting up this tech company with Hostaway? Yeah, thanks for the for the question. It's actually has become a, a great selling point for Hostaway because uh, my background is in tech, and uh, so is my co-founder Saber. Uh, we actually worked together. We were colleagues on the on the same team, yeah. and um, and at some point, if you work in tech, you you just gotta ask yourself, would I want to start my own company? Because it's it's incredibly difficult. I mean, the odds sure. you succeeding are almost zero. No, there's zero point zero one. That's about <laughs> um, the chance you have of making it. And uh, but when we started looking into this market, we knew nothing about mm. short-term rentals, about vacation rentals. We had to learn everything from scratch. But 
What we did learn is, first of all, there was a big need for technology because this kind of operation, it has to be run online. Unlike a hotel, you can actually, even today, you can run a hotel without having an internet connection because people can walk in physically through the door and they can, mm -hmm. any problems they have, they can talk to someone there. That's not the case with vacation right. rentals. Right. So there's a, a very strong need for software. But what we found out when we looked at the different solutions available is that we couldn't find a single one that was built by software people. Every single solution out there back in 2015 was built by real estate or travel or vacation rental experts. They were not built by technology experts. Okay. And this is what got us so incredibly excited because... We could see what they were doing. We could see which problems they were running into. Same problems that every technology company runs into sooner or later, but they didn't know that they were going to run into those problems. So they couldn't fix them before they happened. It's called scaling. That's what every company has to do. But in technology, sure. it, has, it has completely different implications and there's actually best practices available. Now you can spend a lot of on consultants to figure that out. But if you just happen to know it from your previous experience, that's what really gave us the edge and uh, excitement to get started that we can bring actual technology knowledge into this new space what was the software background what what kind of projects did you work on in the past i think uh the one that i had last before just before hostaway was one of the uh, most exciting one it was uh, the most used music education software in the world it's, it was called uh, usician um, even many years ago they had over 100 million downloads Wow. Um, and they now they can teach you to play guitar, play piano. But my job there was to set up a marketplace, very similar to Airbnb, okay. where guitar teachers can find students, which was a very interesting task. And that's what led me to actually get really excited about the whole marketplace idea, the, the Ubers and the Airbnbs of the world. And that's how I eventually started looking into the, the short-term rental space. So yeah, let's go back to 2015. Did this opportunity just slap you in the face and you said, oh man, it looks like we've got some opportunities here in this space or were you actively looking for a space to try and take your skills into? Probably a bit of both. I'm very passionate about real estate, always always have been. And uh, this, this combined real estate, but there was real estate and technology. But uh, there was also a couple of, of trends that that we thought would be would continue to grow stronger one of them is is globalization and you know today more people are moving to a different country than ever before either temporarily or or yeah. immigrating at the same time we we were strong believers in in working from home and how that will continue and we saw that that hasn't really disrupted anything yet now it didn't take it took five years in, in March 2020, suddenly everyone in the Western world was working from home, which uh, which was a, a jackpot for us in hindsight. It, it wasn't fun to lose all the customers then, but but yeah, these trends we really believed in. Also, we, we didn't foresee a future where real estate becomes less interesting from an investment point of view. Mm. Okay. So, you know, I, I look at this industry now in terms of the property management systems. And there's over a hundred, right? You got IGMS and Guesty and Hostfully and now Hostaway. And, and there's so many decisions that go into it. But it sounds to me like one of the things that helped set you guys apart from the rest was 
you actually were software experts, not real estate or Airbnb experts. So I guess my question is, you know, hearing that, did you end up hiring someone in the industry as a consultant to be like, okay, here's all the problems that we encounter in Airbnb? Or did you just decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna jump into this and and try to find out as many issues as uh, you know our potential clients are having? How did you fill in that gap with not having the experience of Airbnbs yourself? I hope our our competitors aren't listening because I'm I'm about to re reveal a, a very or, little secret very strong, status. Yeah, strong <laughs> point of our success. We we firmly believe in that you you need the best way to learn is to do it yourself. Yeah. Because you can't teach people, you can't tell them what to do unless you've actually done it yourself. And uh, so we we quickly had to get some properties just to manage and rent out. Uh, so yes, as a part of growing host away, we have been scrubbing toilets. We have been arguing with uh, with Airbnb for compensation. We have been five cleaners who all say, "Oh, I'm not available that day," mm-hmm. and we have had refund requests, and we've had. A lot of good ratings and a lot of bad ratings. Actually, I, I rented out my own place just this winter for five months. Nice. So I'm I'm still active in the in the hosting community. I love and it. I stayed in an Airbnb just until yesterday, a week in New York. And so I, I actually didn't know that until you just told me that right now. And, and what I love about that is when you're walking the walk, uh, you're you're not just talking the talk, right? Like so many other software companies now that are in the Airbnb world, not necessarily property management systems, but there's a lot of other technologies that I feel like are not necessary, but you know, because these people come in who are software experts don't really understand the industry, they think they're solving something, but they're not really solving a, a really pressing issue. Whereas Hostaway really does. And so what were some of the things that when you were trying out the other PMS systems and, and other competitors, what were some of those issues that you saw with those technologies that you're like, Hey, I know we can do that better. We can solve that problem. Just maybe a couple things that now today are some of maybe your, your flagship type of services. Yeah. So one thing we identified really early on is that there's a massive barrier of entry, uh, here. So, uh, first of all, a lot of, I mean, the basic problem is you want to advertise the properties everywhere where guests want to book them. Whether it's your own website, it's Airbnb, Burbo, Booking.com, uh, Google today. And uh, there wasn't really a good way of doing it. A lot of software companies had a PMS and there were other companies that were a channel manager. Uh, what that meant is that you had the inventory in the PMS and that's where you managed all your guest operations and your accounting, uh, cleanings and so on. Uh, but then a separate company was doing what's called distribution. And that's a model that works quite well when it comes to airlines. It also works quite well when it comes to hotels because hotels, especially in international markets, can have a very diversified group of people booking. I mean, for example, tour groups are still a thing. You know, you can have a bus of 20 people show up at a hotel ordering 20 rooms, but they're not gonna book that on Expedia because it's not built for that. And uh, so, we, we found out that there's a lot of information missing, a lot of friction in there. So we thought, let's build, let's start by building the best channel manager we can find, which was practically impossible back then. Because first of all, you need a huge amount of inventory. You need a lot of properties in order to get to talk to these big companies. Because big okay. companies don't want to talk to unstable small startups. Sure. Now, second of all, a major 
challenge here was that Airbnb didn't want any partners mm. because at the time they had a monopoly on the markets that were bringing in the most revenues. So at the time, Airbnb was mostly focused on the big cities and they were focused on inventory that nobody else had access to. So why would they need to work with any inventory partners? Makes sense. And those were some of the challenges that we had to work around. And as a part of it, we got to shape the industry. So today. There's almost nobody who is advertising a PMS with, with what great connections they have with a channel manager. Everyone is building their own connections to Airbnb, for example. But when we did it, that was something nobody had ever done before. So when you say, because I've always used those terms interchangeably, but it sounds like you're actually saying that those are two different things. When you talk about a property management system, a PMS versus a channel manager, what do you, what do you define as the difference there? Well, the channel manager is the one that's responsible for the distribution. Okay. So, um, and, and distribution is, is fairly simple in theory, but in practice, it's almost impossible because in order for someone to get a booking or for, for a guest to book, they need to see the right availability and the right price. That yeah. Those are typically the filters that they use. They have a budget in mind and they got a certain week that they want to stay. Then they got to see the right description and the right pictures. And then they want to see the right amenities. Maybe they filter for a place with a pool, or maybe they filter for a place with good views. They want to see those things and getting that information onto wherever the guest is looking that back in 2015 was an impossible channel, uh, challenge that nobody could really solve. And that's why we decided to build what, uh, what we call an all in one solution where, where you get both the managing the operational side of the business and the channel management aspect, but it's a world-class channel manager. In fact, we're the only company today that is a, a preferred plus partner with Airbnb, a premium partner with booking.com and a lead partner with Verbo. And we are integrated with Marriott and with Google travel. There's nobody else in the entire world that has that. That's pretty awesome. And, and I hope, you know, everyone that's listening here, team fearless and six FF community, uh, that you're understanding why you need a channel manager. And it's, you know, if you got one or two properties, you're typically not going to need uh, a PMS or channel manager because you're still learning Airbnb, or if you're primarily booking it on VRBO, you're still learning those things just within that, that system. But then you start to expand and you add Airbnb, VRBO. Maybe you've also got your own direct booking website. You've got all these different interactions going on. You got to log into three different websites. This is, integrating all this into one along with if you're creating a management company which we really encourage a lot of you to do you can now have owner reports you can have all of these things that are uh, from the back end and admin where you're just logging into one thing instead of all these different uh tools so with that being said and and all those benefits and and all of the partnerships that you have as well marcus i i think that it's really clear the hostway is a great solution but when you talk to your clients or when, when you hear the testimonials from all of the people using Hostaway, what are some of maybe the top two or three things that everyone is saying they love, love, love about Hostaway? First of all, it's, um, this might be hard for some to believe, but actually the support, we think it's incredibly important to have, have good support. And that's why we do 24 seven and we do, we do phone support. We were actually the first one to bring out phone support in this space. Although I don't know why people use it because, if, well, that's their choice. That's what yeah. they want. I'm, I'm not the one to judge. I hate personally, I have to call a company 
and I can't do it online. Actually, the only times when I call a company is when I can't do it online. But in our case, we can we can do all the support online. That's one of the, the major reasons because we are really focused on our customers and we understand that this is when you're running a vacation rental business, it's 24 seven. You don't get to take a break. Something happens, there's, you're going to be responsible for that. And if something is needed from our software, if you don't know how it works and you don't have time, you're too stressed to read the manual, that's okay. Will a lot of solutions say, okay, well, wait two weeks and we'll give you an answer because it's right there in the manual, but it's very stressful when uh, a difficult situation pops up for a property manager. So that's why we put support first. Another thing that, that customers clearly have picked up on is our interest in ensuring that we're always, we always have the best technology. So when we build a solution or design a solution, we look at what's available and we make sure that we don't launch it until it's better than anything else that's available. And this is why there's probably not one thing that that you'll find because we have we have thousands of users. Uh, there's not one thing that they love. It's just that there's a combination of factors, and each one of them happens to be best in class. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high. Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership? That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. You know, we just had Mark from Boostly on recently and... Mark was talking about he's he's big on AI. I'm still kind of behind the the loop on everything AI related. But what I will say is one of the things that got me really excited about my conversation with him is that he's saying a lot of property management systems like yourself are looking at AI and integrating that into your PMS. Um, one of the ones that I know has been doing it really well for a long time that kind of gets the market share for having this is hospitable. You know, if you message, if a guest messages you, hey, the AC is not working and, you know, hospitable reads that, oh, something about the AC, then it'll give an automatic response based on what you've told it to do. Now, is HostAway already doing anything like that? Is anything like that coming out? Is there any exciting announcements about AI and HostAway in the future? Yeah, so we, that, that's not actually AI that you're describing right there. That's okay. what's, what some would call bucketed responses because they don't adapt based on the, on the situation and the context. So if someone asks, let's say, if three different guests asked three different questions about Daisy, they would all get the same answer. Sure. The, but uh, yeah, we were the, the first company, uh, the first PMS to implement uh, ChatGPT, which is a, a real AI where it understands the context. And uh, we tried it for answering guest messages. But the context just wasn't there. 
So for example, let's say the place is dirty. The AI can't determine exactly how dirty it is. You know, are we talking about some dust on the floor or do we mean that, that the, the sheets haven't been changed since the last guest? Mm. There's, a, there's a scale of things. Mm-hmm. And then what AI also can't know is what are the resources available? So when we tried chat GPT on answering messages, one of the responses they gave was, oh, that sounds terrible. Let me send someone over. But how does the AI know if there's someone to send over? Who is that sure. someone? Yeah. And when are they going to arrive? When are they going to show up? Like you can't just go and show up at the guest's door and knock on the door. And that's something that AI can't handle just yet. Uh, so the first place where we implemented this, uh, it was uh, the property descriptions. That's okay. something that's static and it's not dependent on outside resources. Exactly. Yep. Um, so for example, let's say if you have a place that's 30 minute drive away, you simply can't say, I'm going to be there in 15 minutes because it's physically impossible to get there. But if you have a description that says luxurious an AI can figure out that maybe it's a better idea to call it vibrant. Cool. Okay. That's that's where we first implemented it. We do have, uh, suggested responses and we have a training algorithm. So when our users. They, they can click a button and they get a suggestion for a response. If it's not good, they click not good and the algorithm learns from that. Okay. Uh, but I, I think it will be quite some time before anyone manages to put the pieces together to see, can someone actually come over right now? Yeah. And, and that's always been my hesitation about AI. Uh, you know, I'm sure you probably heard about, uh, what was it? Host guru or Airbnb guru, whatever it was that had come out. You know, I I didn't jump on it myself just because exactly the situations that you were talking about. But where as fast as AI is going, uh, it feels like there might be a solution sooner than later for that. So do you have your ear to the ground on all the latest on AI or is that something that you guys? It's a a very big, I think it's a big priority for everyone in software, but also everyone who works in non-software. If you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer right now you need to stay on top of what's happening. And I think those mistakes that AI makes, we see human beings make the same mistakes. You know, sometimes you got someone on the phone and you say, let me look into that. I'll call you in 30 minutes and you don't call back because something else happened or you forgot, or maybe your battery ran out. Maybe you crashed your car. You don't call back. So human beings also make the same mistakes. So I think there's a, there's a somewhat of a tolerance level for how many mistakes you can make. And we're trying to figure out how, how much is acceptable. Awesome. Let's transition. You just raised a crazy amount of money for HostAway, $175 million. For someone out there listening right now, and I'm really asking this on behalf of Team Fearless here, you know, hey, you you guys are dialed in. You got you got HostAway going. You're getting customers. What what do you need 175 million dollars for? That that I think is a big question. To also to show just what you guys are working on for maybe some exciting things and innovations with HostAway coming up. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of of uh, strategy and and war computer games. Although I haven't played one in 20 years, but uh, when I was when I was when I was a kid, I was I was playing Warcraft a lot. And in order to build an empire, what you really need is a stable supply of a lot of inventory. You need wood, you need food, you need weapons. You don't necessarily need weapons and ammunition because you're going to war. You might need it just to defend yourself. 
Hmm. And tech companies are exactly like that. You start by building a foundation, then maybe you build some walls. If you're lucky, uh, like us, you manage to build a moat, which makes it very hard for anyone to get in. But at some point, you can just supercharge it and, and get extra ammunition, extra food, that, uh, and extra fuel that will empower the growth further. And that's exactly what we did right now. Okay, so... Can you be a little bit more specific? Like what, tell me about the fuel. Like, tell me about what, what is, what is that going to do for host weight and maybe even show us like today, here's where host is. And, and here's where host is going to be in two years or three years. And the, the things that you guys are working on, maybe the top projects so that especially here with the six, four, six figure formula community here, everyone loves host And they're always asking though, like, What's next? What What's coming out after this? Is there anything that you can show us behind the curtains a little bit, or is that all uh, information you got to keep close to the chest? No, I can I can absolutely share something, and it's uh, a lot of the things that we're going to do are the same that uh, that any technology company is doing. So I can give one example: is that we are going to expand into into other markets. But of course, if you're in a market where we're uh, to give one example, we might. We're offering support in English today. To some customers, we might offer support in French and, and Spanish, but maybe we'll start offering support in German. And okay. that's something that, that costs money. But that doesn't really benefit the user too much, so I'm not going to focus on those elements. Other than that you want to work with a, with a stable solution, because there's a lot of, you said there's, there's over 100 companies out there. That may be true, but a lot of them haven't really developed anything new in the last five years. Yeah. And that's because that costs money. And if you're not growing as a tech company, you probably don't have any money. Now, I'll give one example. We, we went live with Google Travel. Immediately, our customers started getting bookings. It was, it was so beautiful. We put up a graph and it just skyrocketed. Because mm. when you go Google today for vacation rental, Miami Beach, Airbnb is no longer number one. Mm. It's Google. They have a box on the top and there's very few properties there, but those properties happen to be exactly our segment, which is mid mid market. So people who have between, let's say two and 100 properties, they're all on there and they got great reviews and they get the bookings directly from Google with zero commission. And we want to make sure just like any technology company that we're always ahead of the game. One thing I can say, though, is that there's a lot of emerging technology coming out into this space. I mean, just look at our marketplace. We've got over 130 partners there that provide mm. technology. Yeah. A lot of these companies, because it's such a, because of the interest rates, it's incredibly hard right now to raise capital. You have to do something truly extraordinary like we did in order to raise any amount of funding. But a lot of these technologies, they're not there yet. They need a lot of help. And I, I believe that if we can take them under our umbrella or give them our resources, they can truly flourish and bring a lot to the community. Well, I love it. And, and just like what you said, it provides stability. You're no longer a, a software that's just a passing ship in the night that might go out of business in a year. You, you guys are, are around for the long haul. And that's what that round of raising money was was all about. And I would just like to know what was that process like raising $175 million? It was um, very different. I mean, when, when you, you start a technology company, 
you're essentially, if it's easy and quick to build, anyone can build it and you won't have a business. If you want to be successful in technology, you have to build something that's very expensive and time consuming hmm. to build. And that's exactly what we've done. But that takes money. And that's not because we're in this space. That's every single technology company. If you build a simple solution that just does one thing, suddenly there's going to come 10 others. Each of them have raised 100 million and their marketing alone will kill you because you won't be able to co compete on the same keywords. Just like in Warcraft, if uh, it doesn't matter how much food you have, if you don't have uh, solid walls and a lot of weapons, someone's going to come and steal your food. Yeah. But this time it was it was really different. So we have been in in constant you know fundraising mode. Every every tech, tech company needs to be that because you you always need to have your eye on that hundred million plus. Otherwise, someone else will get the price. And um, this time the the investors they were they were fighting to get get to talk to us. So it was actually from our point of view it was exciting, but it was more like a roller coaster ride. It was it was something that was fun and exciting. It wasn't stressful because we we didn't need to raise this this capital at all. Uh, we were in a very good position, but once again, if you're in a good position, it doesn't hurt to have more food, fuel, and ammunition. And that's so. I feel like there's there's a lesson here, and we talk about raising money all the time. One of the things that I just heard you say that we talk about all the time is if the deal is good enough, the money will come. And what I'm hearing is your company with all of the the great customer service, the great feedback, the great track record, all of these things that you had going for you, investors saw that as a good deal. And that's why they brought the money. So you also told me that you are in real estate or that you like real estate. So do you, do you equivalent both of these to be in the same realm of like, if you've got a good deal, if you've got a good company, the money's going to come. Is that what it felt like? Yes, but there's just like in real estate, there's always two sides. There's okay. someone who's buying and selling and there's someone who is, is renting out or renting. And most of the time it's a zero sum game. Mm -hmm. So if you want the levers to be better in, I'll give, I'll give a, uh, an example. I have been looking at a, at a place in Southern Ontario for a, uh, for a cottage. And for many years, there's a lakefront property. Nothing has been for sale. Suddenly four of them pop up today. Okay. This summer actually. And I have made, made bids now for two of them before I backed off because what I found out is that they are all asking about double compared wow. to the previous sale, which was a while back. And nobody's interested in selling at 90% more. Yeah. You know, if they're asking a million and they know it's worth half a million, nobody's interested in at selling at 900,000. And then the question is, is it a good deal or not? I think it depends on, on how desperately do you need to get into the space. We are in a very good position because we happen to be in a recession-proof industry. And... I'll, I'll give one example of why vacation rentals are so so strong. Because if people have money, let's let's talk only about uh, U.S. and Europe right now. Okay. If people in the U.S. have a lot of money, they can afford plane tickets. They go to Europe and they rent a vacation rental there. Europeans will do the same thing. They'll go to Florida and rent uh, a home with a pool. Now, if they don't have money, they they won't cut the travel. COVID taught us that. They won't cut the travel. Hmm. And uh, instead, they'll just cut off the plane ticket. So suddenly, these villas in southern France, they'll oh. get Europeans staying there, yeah. whereas the houses in Florida, they'll have Americans staying there. 
So it's a win-win for us in that's, terms of whether the economy is good or bad. I've and never so heard it explained like that. That's that's so good, right? Because you know you you actually hear the opposite, right? Like, oh, the first thing to go when the economy is hurt is travel. But like what you said, it's not necessarily travel; it's the type of travel. It's I'm going to cut out the the plane flight, which is the most expensive part of the trip anyway. Let me just drive over to where my destination getaway is going to be. I like that. Cool. Yeah, I'll I'll just check here. So actually, the biggest travel company in the world is called uh, Booking Holdings. They are worth 109 billion. So they're bigger than Expedia and Airbnb. And their CEO, Glenn Fogel, said like this, that travel is no longer a luxury. In fact, travel is the last thing people will cut out of their budget in a recession. Mm. Now, I don't know if he's right or wrong. I don't know if I agree with him or not. But I would say that if you're leading the world's most successful travel company, and you're the CEO there, then I think when that man speaks, people in the travel industry should listen. Yeah. Because if he made bad decisions, if he said the wrong things, it wouldn't be the most valuable company on the planet. That's good. Okay, Marcus, uh, before we give people the next steps on getting started with Hostway or connecting with you, talk to the person right now that's on the bubble. They've got, call it, you know, three to five listings they're considering a property management system, or maybe they've got 10 and they've they've been irritated with their, their former PMS and now they want to move over. Help them get over that decision paralysis analysis. What's the one or two things they need to hear right now in order to try out Hostaway? Yeah, first of all, we we always try to look at things from from the customer's point of view. It's incredibly important for us that we understand the, the motivation of the people that we work with. In fact, we don't we don't consider it customers. It's just a phrase that exists in, in software. A bit like, like uh, in this industry, we call people guests. But mm -hmm. maybe they're not guests. Maybe they're people who are buying a service. You know, maybe they're not guests. But let's let's call it customers for simplicity. Every single person that we we talk to, they have ambitions. They have dreams, and some of those ambitions we can help with. And by using our software, they can get there faster or they can be more successful on that journey. And this is why uh, we speak to every one of our customers. You can't sign up on Hostaway. You have to talk to us. And that's exactly because we want to find out, you know, what is, what is your dream? And if we can't help make that dream come true, we're going to tell you up front. And maybe there's other companies that can make that dream come true. We're going to recommend those. But we only want to work with, with happy customers who we can we can set the targets together and meet them together so if you're not considering using a software that's that's completely okay if you're not considering switching that's completely okay just get a demo of Hostaway and let's talk about your business and we have a link to help you get that demo down in the show notes and the description on the youtube channel uh marcus if people want to connect with you first of all What's a good reason for them to connect with you and how can they do that? Uh, a good reason would be anything related to uh, either heavy metal or vacation rentals, short-term rentals, <laughs> or perhaps host away. I think those are very good reasons to reach out to me. Now, if you want to want to reach out to me, uh, just Google for LinkedIn, Marcus, host away. Those three keywords in Google, click the top result and send me a message. I, uh, okay. I go through those messages on a regular basis and sometimes customers reach out there. Sometimes people are not our customers reach out there, but uh, 
yeah, if you're active in the space, I do want to talk to you. I want to hear your story. I want to know why did you get started here? And I want to find out how can I help you be more successful? Okay. Marcus Rader from Hostaway. Thank you so much for jumping on today and helping our audience to conquer the world of short-term rentals. We're going to keep it now here in the Six Figure Formula group to answer all of our burning questions. For those of you that are listening on the replay on the podcast or YouTube channel, go check out all the resources down below in the show notes. Thank you so much, Marcus. Thank you very much for having me, Kyle. All right. So for those of you that are listening on the podcast, it's in the show notes. But for those of you that are watching on the YouTube channel, it's in the description below that demo that you can go and see what Hostway is all about. Is it a good fit for your business? Is it a good fit for your budget? I think that's going to be either way. You've got to make a decision on a property management system when you have at least three to five listings. That's at that point when you need to start integrating everything. So you're going to have to get one. Might as well be Hostaway. Go check it out. Get the free demo. That's going to do it for us right now here on the Fearless Investor YouTube channel and podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals. See you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called the Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals. Thank <laughs> you.